Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You got you a good cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. What did Jesus mean when he said, I am? I am was used seven times in the book of John. So for the next couple of weeks, I want to look at the seven I am statements that Jesus made. Because Jesus went head to head with the Pharisees when they questioned who does he think he is. And Jesus answered them and said, Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and he was glad. Of course, the Pharisees being mad and upset, said, you're not even 50 years old, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus answers them and says, I'll tell you the truth. Before Abraham was born, I am. And at this statement, they started to pick up stones to stone him, but Jesus slipped away from the temple grounds. The I am statement made that day and the six others has resonated throughout the scriptures and throughout the world. Jesus used the phrase I am seven times to declare himself. He combined it with a tremendous metaphor which expressed his saving relationship toward the world from the book of John. I am the bread of life is one of the seven I am statements that Jesus made. In John 6, 35, it says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Bread is considered a staple food. It is a, a basic dietary item. A person can survive a long time only on bread and water. Bread is such a basic food that it has become synonymous in the food in general. Even when we use the phrase breaking bread together, we're indicating sharing a meal with someone. Bread also plays an uh, integral part of the Jewish Passover meal. The Jews that, uh, that ate unleavened bread during Passover feast and then for seven days followed the celebration from Exodus from Egypt. And finally, when the Jews were wandering in the desert for 40 years, God rained down bread from heaven to sustain the nation. All of this plays into the scene that's described in John 6. When Jesus uses the term bread of life, he is trying to get away from the crowd to no avail. He's crossed the Sea of Galilee and the crowd had followed him. And after some time, Jesus inquires to Philip on how they were going to feed the crowd. And Philip answers and shows the display of little faith when he says, we don't have enough money to give each of them a small morsel of food. And Andrew brings Jesus, a boy who had five small loaves of bread and two fish. And with that amount, Jesus miraculously feeds all of the people with enough food that's left over. So once again, Jesus is showing his power and showing his love. And afterwards, Jesus and his disciples cross back over to Galilee. And when the crowd sees that Jesus left, they followed him again. Jesus takes a moment to teach them a lesson. He accuses the crowd of ignoring his, his signs and only following him for a free meal. Jesus says to them in John 6, 27, Do not labor for the food that perishes, 
for the food that endures to eternal life, which is the Son of Man, will give you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. In other words, he's saying, don't worry about the food that's left over and quit worrying about things that are out of your control. So after all of this, the Jews asked Jesus for a sign to show that he was sent from God. You know, feeding the large crowd, walking on water, was not enough for these folks. So Jesus responds by telling them that they need to ask for the true bread from heaven that gives life. And when they ask Jesus for this bread, Jesus startles them by saying, I am the bread of life. Whoever come to me never hunger. Whoever believes in me shall never thirst. It's a phenomenal statement if you think about it. First, he's equating himself to bread. Jesus saying he's essential food for your life. Second, the life of Jesus is referring not to a physical life, but eternal life. Jesus is trying to tell the Jews that thinking away from the physical realm, that there is a spiritual realm, that he is the Messiah. He is the one that they've been waiting on. But we all know that the same ones that followed Jesus would soon turn against him at the trial of Jesus. The third and very most important statement that we need to understand is Jesus is making another claim as a deity, as God. This statement is the first of the I am statements in the, uh, John's gospel. The phrase I am is a covenant name by God which was revealed to Moses by the burning bush in Exodus 3.14. The phrase speaks of God. Because if you remember back when Moses is, is speaking with God upon the mountain, and he's, he's basically saying, I don't know what to tell these people, God tells him, says, go and tell them, I am sent, sent you. I am that sent you. You know? So just the phrase I am is, is, is powerful within itself. It's amazing, uh, two words, I am, and, and what kind of power it brings. So when we look at this, now we're looking at, we know from the scriptures that Jesus fed a multitude with the five loaves of bread and the two fish. We know the, the uh, miraculous signs that Jesus showed but yet there were still people that didn't believe. Just as today, there's still people who don't believe in Jesus for one reason or another. To be the bread of life, to sustain life, is one part of this. When we go back and examine the scripture once again on John 6.35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus ultimately breaks his body for us. And he, and he demonstrates this through the Last Supper in what we are now known as communion, where we partake in the bread and we partake in the uh, juice. And the bread represents the body of Christ and the juice represents the blood that was spilled at the cross. And we do that in remembrance of Jesus. And we do that in remembrance of what he told us. Like I said, there's a lot of people out in this world, ladies and gentlemen, that does not believe in the Lord. And they don't want any part about it. 
But we need to understand that when Jesus is talking about being the bread of life, it is not a physical thing he's talking about. He is speaking spiritually, and he is speaking that he is the bread of life. He is the one that can sustain us spiritually. Right? He will satisfy our hunger. He will satisfy our thirst, and he will make us righteous in the sight of God. If there's anything that history of human religion can tell us, it's that people seek to earn their own way into heaven. In such a basic human desire to become God, to create us an eternity in mind. The Bible says that God placed eternity in our hearts. The Bible also tells us that there is nothing we can do to earn our way into heaven because we've all sinned. The only thing our sins earns us is death. There is no one who's righteous in themselves. Our dilemma is to have a desire we cannot fulfill no matter what we do. That is where Jesus comes in. He and he alone can fulfill that desire in our hearts for righteousness through divine transactions. For our sakes, he made us, he, I'm sorry, for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we may become righteous of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 So, to recap where we're at, we're talking about the bread of life, the first of the seven I am statements from the book of John, where Jesus is telling, telling everyone he is the bread of life, and that if we believe in him, if we commit to him, we will never have a spiritual hunger we will be sustained. We will be fulfilled because we cannot do it on our own. Romans tells us the wages of sin is death. But as I just read from 2 Corinthians 5.21, for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we may become righteous of God. When Christ died on the cross, he took the sins of mankind upon himself and he made an atonement for them. When we place our faith in him, our sins are taken away by Jesus. His righteousness fulfills us and washes away all that. Jesus satisfies our hunger and our thirst for righteousness because he is the bread of life. He is the way to, to eternity and to be sustained. We have people out there that are searching for something to fulfill them that won't do it. It will give them an empty stomach. If you want to look at it in a physical sense, they will always be hungry. It's kind of like the example of, of a child. You tell a child not to eat candy or too much sweets or whatever because they're carbs, and it's going to give them a sugar rush, but they're going to drop out real quick. And then they're going to be hungry again. It's the same thing with the things of this world. If we're chasing the things of the world and we're trying to find that as, as something to fulfill us, to sustain us, we're going to come up empty-handed. But if we put our faith and we put our trust into God and we, and we accept Jesus as the Messiah, as the Savior, he will sustain us. He is the bread of life. 
We will never spiritually hunger. We will never thirst again if we believe in him. That's what we need to tell the world today. That's what we as Christians should always remember that we have a way spiritually to be filled. And that's to come to the master's table and dine. That is come and, and fellowship and get into the word of God and let Jesus fill that void and fill that hunger. And we can do that today. It's easy to be done today, ladies and gentlemen. It's easy as turning your life over to, to Jesus. We don't want to do that, though. We find it very difficult. We'd rather walk around in this world spiritually hungry because we don't want to give up power. We don't want to give up what we have to to follow Jesus because that just doesn't work for us. Well, I'm here to tell you today that if you're spiritually hungry and you're looking for something that's going to sustain you, it's going to fulfill you, and give you everything that you need. His name is Jesus. And he's waiting on you. He's waiting on you to call upon him. And he's waiting on you to turn your life over to him. As I said, this is the first episode of a next seven episode series. Entitled the seven I am's that Jesus spoke. And each week I want to unveil a new a statement made by Jesus of the I am. So as we get ready to wrap this up, it's going to be a short one, but I wanted to share it with you guys. I hope and pray that if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to my voice, I hope and pray today is the day that you find spiritual fulfillment through Jesus and that you're not spiritually hungry anymore. And I hope that you're able to find what it is that you're looking for. Because his name is Jesus, it's not the world. So as I get ready to, to wrap up today's episode, I just want to thank all of you. Thank all of you for supporting the podcast, supporting the ministry, supporting the live stream. And if you haven't had a chance to check out our live stream, we're on Twitch. Um, and we do live streaming once a week. And we're also on the YouTube channel. I want to invite all of you to come over and check it out. When I do live streaming, I love to get people in the chat and be able just to fellowship with them. That's what it's about. And if you don't want to be on a live stream chatting or what have you, but there's something that you need in your life, come to our Jesus in a Cup of Joe uh, prayer page on Facebook and, and just share your prayers with us. If there's an unspoken prayer that you have, put it out there as you got an unspoken prayer. Because I tell you, all the prayer warriors that is members of that prayer group, I know they will get to praying as hard as they can ever pray for you because that's what it's about. Bible says we're two or more gathered in his name. He's in the middle. And I truly believe that today, just as I believe that God is, is alive and loving us today. And Jesus is the bread of life. So if you want a, a safe place to come and fellowship with, with Christians and be able to talk, I want to invite you to our Jesus and a cup of Joe, um, prayer page. And you can reach me through any of my social outlets. All you have to do is look up Jesus in a Cup of Joe and come on. And if you want to go to the website to, to listen to the podcast, to watch the videos, to read the blogs, that's JesusInACupOfJoe.com. There is a merchandise store I want to encourage all of you to check out if you want some uh, Jesus in a Cup of Joe merchandise. 
and there's also a donation uh, section if you feel like you want to donate to the podcast or donate to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. So let's get ready to wrap this up. Thank y'all so much um, for for being with me today, and I hope and pray you guys have a fantastic day. But always remember, you start your day with Jesus and a Cup of Joe. God bless. Mm-hmm.